I really want you to flip that script from, you know, who am I to be doing whatever X, Y, Z to, you know, why not me? Who am I to not do this? Welcome to the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast. We're your hosts, Scott and Katie Mulchan, and we make it easy to start working on, not just in your landscaping business. We're a real couple that helped grow our family business to well over a million dollars in revenue. And now we help other landscaping business owners just like you to do the same. Are you ready to build your business? Let's get started. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast. We're your hosts, Scott and Katie Mulchan. So, Scott, we have actually had a pretty busy week uh, inside of our Million Dollar Academy. So what's been going on there? Well, especially today. Today was a very busy day. I had three uh, phone calls. We So part of the Million Dollar Academy, we do coaching. So we have 90-minute coaching sessions they can do once a month. And uh, actually, a couple different members had all the same day, which is awesome. I like doing it all one day. But it was pretty interesting. So obviously right now, a lot of them are planning for the 2022 season. And, you know, they're trying to get their numbers all set, getting their stuff in place for systems, procedures and everything. That way, everything's ready to go rock and roll when the spring comes around. They're ready to hit the dirt. So one of the members I was talking to, you know, they're they're using some, I'm not going to name the software, but they're using some brand name software for their landscaping business. And I've seen this in other softwares too. So it's not just one, but they're trying to get the numbers set and looking at some of the way they're doing some of their things. The numbers weren't all right inside there. You know, they didn't have the equipment costs in there correctly, or just some of the numbers weren't like the overhead wasn't all in there correctly. And Katie has a, a real good saying for this, actually. But yeah, because we're not anti-software. No. I think software is great and it can help you out. But don't think of it as like the be all end all solution to all your problems, because when it comes to software, your outputs are only as good as your inputs. Absolutely. And so if you didn't put it in, if you didn't set it up right from the beginning or if you're not inputting things correctly as you go along or your team isn't inputting things correctly, then your outputs are not going to be Exactly. And then, yeah. and then this, again, there's no fault to the software. The software is, no. is awesome, but you have to get everybody on board. And that includes getting yourself all set up and make sure you're putting in the right information. So if it requires you to create an overhead budget, you need to make sure you have your numbers correct to put that information in there. And that's one of the things I'm seeing is they're having like a separate bookkeeper accountant do all their books, but the numbers that they're putting in are not correct. I'm like looking at them like, no, this is whatever, their salary was not correct, you know, in overhead, you know, and so we had to change a few things. So they're also having issues not getting their teams on board to actually using this software. It's one of the things I'm seeing. And I can totally understand this because we've seen in our business trying to get our teams to actually use the software to like just even clock in, clock out. Mm -hmm. And it all goes into setting your team or training your team to understand why they're doing this and why it's important for them to actually spend the time to do this. And they need to know that they have to do it. Yeah, it's, it's not your a mere suggestion. This yes. is part of your job. You have to do yeah, it. Yeah. And it's change and nobody wants to do change. So give them a grace period. You yeah. don't expect them to have it perfectly Correct. day number two. And you have to point out why you, I always tell people in the Academy, what's the win in it for them? You have to point out the win in it for your team to do this. Otherwise they're not going to be motivated to do any of this. So if you explain to them that, if I understand my numbers better and I can start charging more, then we can give everybody raises or we can get bonus systems or something like that. So that's the win in for them. But I need your help on doing this. And that requires you to punch in, punch out, put all the materials that you're using or whatever it is, you know, make sure you're putting all the equipment down, whatever it is. I need your help with this. And it's just getting everybody on board. And that is a tough job, but it is their job. So that's one of the things I had to talk to one of the members today about his foreman. And it's you have to 
get your foreman on board to doing these things, whether he likes it or not, it is what it is. Yeah. So, so that's the, like our little PSA about, you know, now that everybody's kind of getting themselves set up for 2022, if you're using the software, make sure you're using it correctly. Like we said, your yeah. outputs are only as good as your yeah. inputs. And one of the softwares you said, like, didn't even, you had to input your own equipment costs. It wouldn't calculate that. So yeah. like that's something we can help people with because we have that inside our academy where yeah. we've yeah. got spreadsheets that you can use to calculate your equipment yeah, costs. Yeah, it's, it's our equipment calculator. Mm -hmm. And basically it takes into consideration not only your purchase price, but interest when you're upfitting. That's one of the things that a lot of people leave off is like, when you buy these trucks, you're going to put lights and stickers and, you know, wraps and all this but stuff on there, has to go shovel mounts, it. you know, toolboxes, all this stuff goes on there is an additional cost. So you need to consider this. That's one of the nice things we have in the academy is it helps you figure all that out. You know, tire changes, oil, services, all that crap that goes into maintaining a truck. You have to put this and take that in consideration. So we have that all in there for you. It's basically just punch in a couple numbers and it spits out what you need to charge per hour. So that's what he's going to do. And he's going to put it in the software and it's going to help him mm -hmm. charge appropriately for his services now. So yeah, now everybody's trying to hammer down, like I said, trying to understand their stuff, get himself planned out. And speaking of planning, if you guys haven't grabbed it, we do have our free 2022 it seems weird to say 2022, but... It does. I, I'm not right. You know, I keep writing 2021. Yeah. It's okay. We'll get it. But our 2022 <laughs> landscaping planning guide's in there. It's a great way to kind of like review what happened last year. Well, this is a out. free download that we've yep. got for everybody. I think it was probably inside the Academy for paying members yes, as well, sorry. but we have a free version as well. Yep. If you go to milliondollarlandscaper.com forward slash... 2022 guide. You can grab this download and we've it's We've been free. doing lives on it and we've yeah. got links everywhere as we always do. Yep. So if you need just like a little bit of a a little oomph, a little kick to just get you started <laughs> planning your 2022. Go ahead and get that downloaded. It'll yep. at least get you started. Yep. And if you need help with your landscape business and getting yourself set up, definitely check out the Million Dollar yeah, Academy. If you're using your software and it doesn't seem right, like said, mm -hmm. check out the Million Dollar Academy because we do kind of help fill the gaps because they all have their strengths and they all have their weaknesses. And so we kind of, we can help you fill the little gaps. Well, even if you don't have the software, you can't afford like the higher, not should say higher end, but you know, you can't afford LMN, you can't afford synced oh, up true. or something like that. If you're just that. starting out, we have this all in spreadsheets. Yes. You don't have to use software at all. We're a hundred yeah. years old. Yeah. We didn't have all this fan <laughs> We didn't have all this fancy stuff back in the day. Yeah. So we've <laughs> figured out how to do it all in spreadsheets. Actually, one of the members today when I was talking to him, he's like, I think I made more money when uh, we used your, your spreadsheets than I did with the software. But it turned out he wasn't putting in the correct information, but it's just the way he's Either used way, to doing it. we chose to take that as a win and yeah. a huge compliment to like, <laughs> yes, we're, we know we are sometimes better in software. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but, but no, it, it's just, you have to be thinking about all these things and, and right. definitely check out the download and check out the Academy if you need some help. And we'll get you all set up. All right. Moving on to today's episode topic, we're going to talk about imposter syndrome mm -hmm. a little bit. So hang tight. We'll be right back with that. Yep. Welcome back, everybody. If you've never heard of imposter syndrome, it is my definition of it. It's that little voice inside your head that tells you that you are not good enough, that you can't do something like whatever, whatever that is. It can be literally anything. And it just makes you kind of question, like, who am I to be doing? Mm -hmm. Yeah, whatever it is. Whatever, yep. you know. And there, there's more professional definitions of it. Um, mm -hmm. Dr. Amy Cuddy, she's actually a best-selling author. She's a lecturer and does all that. 
her like much more scientific definition um, <laughs> is the imposter syndrome is a collection of feelings of inadequacy that persist despite evident success. The Harvard Business Review had, I saw another definition and theirs was, it says that imposters suffer from chronic self-doubt and a sense of intellectual fraudulence that override any feelings of success or external proof of their competence. They seem unable to internalize their accomplishments, however successful they are in their field. So there's two like way fancier <laughs> versions of it. But to me, like I said, it's just that nagging little voice of like, I'm not good enough. Who am I to be doing this? And if you've ever felt like this in your business, don't worry about it. Like you are not alone. A lot of people have had this at one time or another. Absolutely. And it, it goes beyond just thinking you can't do any work or something. Because I feel a lot of guys feel like I can do this. I can do that. I see a lot of this in landscapers where they say, I can't charge that. I can't. There's no way yes. I can get that kind of money out here. Yes. So it goes beyond just like simple work, if that's what you're thinking. Yeah, because a lot of people have a lot of confidence mm -hmm. in that. But I mean, have, are there any times have you ever felt this? Oh, yeah, absolutely. One thing that comes to my head was, and this is like a couple of years after we first started doing water features. And I was asked to speak about water features in the landscaping field for our, um, it's called the Northwest Indiana Landscaping Association. And I had to get up in front of, I don't know, a couple hundred people and give a talk to everybody about water features. And I remember being scared to death. I'm like, who am I to get up here to talk to all these landscapers? You know, there's guys that are twice my age, three times my age out here, you know, and I got to get up here and talk about water features. But, you know, I, I did it. I started my way through it. It was very nerve wracking. But I got through it. And afterwards, I had people come up to me, you know, talking to me about water features. You know, they've either never considered water features or were too nervous about it because they're worried about leaks and all, you know, the stuff that goes into it. And it was just very interesting. And like, it was just kind of a rewarding feeling to get out after that. But it, at first, though, I was like, why would they pick me? You know, <laughs> like, right. right. Another way to look at it is like, think about your favorite band or music group or whatever. Say you like country music. There's like a gajillion country music artists out there, yep. but you like who you like because they're them. Mm -hmm. And that's completely okay. So it's kind of the same thing. You know, say you want to start doing ponds, water features or whatever, but oh no, there is, you know, somebody else already in my area that does it. It doesn't even matter. Yep. Don't even worry about it because they're not you. Yep. So, yeah. And a lot of customers hire you because of the way you are, the way they've seen your past work and not because of them. Yeah, you, know? you, you have your own uniqueness that mm -hmm. makes you and you, you know, makes your business. So mm -hmm. just don't even worry about those other people's like mm -hmm. back to the country music example. We have like three country music radio stations in this area, but yeah. I tend to listen to the same one all the time because I like the DJs on that one better. Yeah. Doesn't mean the other ones are inadequate, not up to stuff. No. Yep. No, it just means that I like this one. So well, that's what like, I listen to. <laughs> the same thing, like the water features, if we go back to that. Yeah. I like to design the water feature to look as natural as possible. I want to look like it's been there forever. Not everybody likes that. No, like we, you've been on some of these pond walk around things we've been on. And mm -hmm. I can't the, like local pond tours and yeah, stuff like tours. that. Thank you. And there was one that was like 10 feet tall, like only like. We're in Indiana. There yeah. is no, we're in Northwest Indiana. Topography is not a thing here. Mm. It's very flat. And these people just had this like 10 foot tall waterfall, like yeah, coming up out of the earth. It was stuck between two trees. Yeah, like it was, it was terrible. It was, it was like, but people, people loved he it. loved it. Loved I mean, it. it. That's fine. It just wasn't our style. Yep. I would never would have built it that way. And like, I've had people that want to build stuff similar to that. And I, I just, that's not my style. I won't do it that way. You know, unless but there's let's a market out there for it somewhere. So. And they end up hiring somebody else and that's fine. Like I just, there's enough to go style. around. There's there plenty of work to go Absolutely. around. Absolutely. Um, 
and it, I, this has come up many times in our lives, like when we first started this podcast. Mm. If you told us when we started 180 some episodes ago that we'd be having concert sponsors, <laughs> <laughs> that's podcast sponsors in one word, <laughs> we have sponsors that we would be having sponsors, um, and that we would have all the awesome guests that we have had, and that we would mm. have the reach that we had. I would have told you you were nuts because we never could have even imagined that it would be this great. No. Because we were like, oh, gosh, do we want to do this? Like, who wants to hear what we have to say? But we did it anyway. Yeah. We just did it anyway. <laughs> we, we did it dirty. We just got started and we just did it. And we never let that imposter syndrome slow us down because mm-hmm. we did have something. We do we did and do. We have something to say. We can help people. We do have knowledge that other people don't have yet. And so even though we felt like a little bit like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. who are we, Scott and Katie from Northwest Indiana, to do this? But, you mm-hmm. know, we, we had to just kind of get past it and do it anyway. It's- it is still a little bit weird to think about it. Like even when we're down to GIE and having these people coming to us and oh, it was amazing. Yeah. It was, I loved it. It was just still like almost surreal, I guess it was, but it, it, it's a good feeling. And I, I appreciate everyone that has come up to us and thanked us and, and said, you know, how our podcast has helped them. We, we love that. We, we definitely appreciate hearing that kind of stuff. Exactly. And we would never have pushed through and done it if we didn't ask ourselves, is it really true? Like, was it really true that we didn't have anything to say? No. Was it really true that we don't know anything? No. It's definitely something I said. I feel a lot of landscapers do this to themselves. Say, I can't charge for this. I can't increase right. my rates. And this is something I if see you, all the time. Yeah, if, yeah. Yeah. Back to the can't charge. Yeah. If you catch yourself saying that to yourself, is that really true? Or is this hmm. just a story that you're telling yourself? Yeah. Because I know that this has come up with people inside of the academy. Mm-hmm. Scott has sat and gone through their numbers and everything with them. And it has come up that like, okay, here's what I need to be charging. And that can give you the confidence to be like, you know what, this is what I need to charge and I can do it Mm -hmm. because you know, you know, if you've got a good company or not, you know, what kind of quality service and you know, everything that you provide. And so to me, having that knowledge can help get rid of that imposter syndrome because if you have the, I don't know, physical, tangible knowledge that that's what you need to be charging then it's like, oh, okay, I'm not just charging this much to like screw people over or I think I want to have all this money. It's like, no, I'm a professional and this is what a professional charges. Does that, yep. I kind of blumbered my way through that, but does that make <laughs> no. sense? No, it's that, absolutely true. Yeah, having that knowledge can help you be like, no, I'm, gosh, dang it, I am worth it. This yep. is, I run a good business, a quality business, and this is what I need to charge. Yeah, it, it is an eye-opening experience for people when they start seeing exactly what they need to charge. We actually just had a new member that's joined the academy, and before they joined, we had a little phone conversation, and they told me what they're charging per hour. And then I asked them, "Okay, what do you pay your people?" So I put the numbers in just our labor burden calculator. I put that in there. It calculates up, you know, all your FICA, FUDA, SUDA, all that stuff, workman's comp, and and just some basic information, and not knowing all their details, but just kind of using our states like a quick, or, yeah, just yeah. to give them an idea. And what they were charging, and what their labor burden was costing that. For that employee would have put them a few cents. It was like 10 cents. Or yeah, something. they were they only were making, making 10 cents profit <laughs> on there. That should have been like break even point right there. So just having them see that number. But they're one like, of those people that was like, oh, I can't charge more yep, than that. It's yep. like, ooh, okay. The minute you say that I can't charge more than that, that's mm. that feeling of imposter. You know, yep. that's all that little chatter that's in your brain that, mm. oh, I can't do this. And mm. so knowledge is power when you yep. have that knowledge of, okay. This is what I need to charge. Then you can you can charge that much. You Absolutely. have to charge that much. Yeah, yeah. Well, we had one member. He he had this same issue, you know, and he started actually learning his numbers and seeing things, and he was able to 
go out and make a change and started increasing his prices and it made a big difference in his business just financially. Yeah, well, that's um, why we get so fired up about this mm-hmm. because I don't want anybody ever undercharging just because mm-hmm. you have that you know insecurity and that imposter syndrome, that feeling of, I can't do this, I can't charge more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's important to understand all the numbers and, and everything and it'll definitely help you overcome this and, and become more confident in whatever you're selling too, so. Exactly. And that goes on to, you know, when you, you are actually out in the field, or not in the field, when you're actually out selling to customers, you can exude that confidence to the people and they can feel that. And that's going to make them excited to do whatever project it is. Exactly. People can, can pick up on your insecurities. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't feel real good about what you're charging, uh, they're going to pick up on that. If you're like, um, yeah, okay, well, here's my price is this, but um, okay, thanks. Well, I can drop uh, it down. 10, I can 000. drop it maybe. To, <laughs> you know, yeah. you don't come across the same way as if you're just confident and you're like, you know what? I've given you the best price that I can for the type mm-hmm. of work that we do. You know, take it or leave well, it. And then, once you know your bottom dollar, because you know, and this is kind of getting off a little bit off track, but you yeah. know your bottom dollar when they say, oh, I, I can't do it for that price. Can you drop it down? Nope. Five grand. Well, I'm sorry, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, this is the lowest I can go and I'm giving the best deal I can right now. However, we can take this out and not do this and we can do this part next year to fit your oh, budget. chunk it down but now into you a start, smaller project. You feel confident in that. And if you're not yes. feeling you're confident in your price, what I see a lot of times is people will say, Oh, I can drop it down that couple thousand dollars and you end up losing money on the job or you're making even. So having that confidence because you know your numbers is a huge, huge deal. Yes. And can help you not feel like that little imposter. So and this can come up in a a lot of ways in your business. So if there's any in, in any part of your business, if you have these feelings of insecurity and that, you know, air quotes, imposter syndrome coming up. The first thing I want you to do is just ask yourself, is this really true? Like mm-hmm. like Scott and I had to do, is it really true that we have nothing to say? No, mm-hmm. that's just the nonsense that, <laughs> that that your head tells you because you can, it's probably not true. Yeah, our, our, our brains tend to lie. <laughs> just because you have a thought, that doesn't mean it's true. And mm-hmm. this is something that's there. That, that, that's wisdom from Katie. This is something <laughs> that I have. It took me well into adulthood to, to learn that, that just because I have a thought, it doesn't mean it's true. And so mm-hmm. ask yourself, is it really true yeah. if this comes up? And if imposter syndrome comes up, another thing you can do is like Scott and I said, get some knowledge, check yourself before you wreck yourself. This is where that knowing your numbers and all that comes in, you know, with that, I can't charge this, da, 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 da. No, get some knowledge, get some tangible evidence. I don't want you to be like, oh, I just can't charge that just like based on nothing. Mm -hmm. If you don't have any facts or numbers to back that up, go get some. This happened exactly in our business with my uh, dad, when I first started talking about doing water features, he's like, ah, nobody's going to buy that around here. Nobody has that money for that kind of yeah, stuff. That was based here. in nothing other yeah. than his thoughts. Yeah. There mm-hmm. was, and there's something to be said for professional opinion and, oh, and judgment. Yeah. He had been around for a while, Yes, but it wasn't true. Cause you're mm-hmm. the one who I, I think not in so many words, you didn't ask, is this true? But, but you kind of did. You yeah. were like, mm, no, I don't know that that's, you know, yeah. I don't know. This is factual. So I <laughs> just started pushing it and, that became one of our top money producing yeah. avenues in our business. Yeah. So and like your favorite, you've got yeah. water in your veins, I maybe. Do, I think so. Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh so okay, my third tip, and this is kind of just like a little bonus thing if this imposter syndrome is coming up. I don't know if this is a tip, but it's more of a I just want you to know that you're human. Like this mm-hmm. is completely normal. Don't beat yourself up about it. This is more of just a like permission to be kind to yourself. Yeah. And if it does come up, just laugh it off and be like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm human. These thoughts are normal. Mm-hmm. I just don't want you to get caught up in those thoughts and not make the progress that we know you can make in your business just because you're a little bit too scared and it seems like too, 
you know, intimidating right now. So, yeah. And then I think one other thing to do is kind of surround yourself with people that have been there and done that, that have been there and done that, or are willing to hold you up on your journey. Even yes. if they haven't done it themselves, yes. they're not going to be the downers. They're willing to kind of help hold you up mm -hmm. on your way there. I really want you to flip that script from, you know, who am I to be doing whatever X, Y, Z to, you know, why not me? Who am I to yeah. not do this? You're selling yourself short if you don't at least entertain the thought of like, who am I to not be doing this? Yeah. So it could be something too, like that happened to me with the water features. It's something that I was truly passionate about and really wanted to do. And yes, at first I was nervous about doing it and thinking, why, why me? You know, why would they ask me to do that talk? Mm -hmm. But in the end, it's like I said, one of the biggest things that, you know, happened to our landscape business is, is doing that. And that's mm -hmm. what we became known for in our area. So yeah. question yourself. It doesn't make you imposter. It just yeah. makes you human. Yep. So it's completely okay. So leave us a comment. Let us know. Um, is there, you know, what's been giving you imposter syndrome? Is there anything, you know, that you haven't been doing just because you've been a little bit afraid? And let us know if there's anything that we can do to help you yep. kick those nasty thoughts to the curb. Yep, absolutely. Okay. All right. Got All some right. exit questions for me here. Yep. All right. Who or where would you haunt if you're a ghost? Um, I think I've even told you this, that I would probably haunt you forever yes, just because I would, I would, I would be a little bit of an asshole if I was a ghost. <laughs> like I wouldn't be scary. I would just be like, you'd be asleep and I would like knock your water glass over. So it splashed and hit you in the face. Oh, like things like that, or like tie your shoelaces together. Even if I've been nice and haven't done anything wrong, you, just because. Maybe I would, yeah. cause I would probably think it's funny cause. Like I said, I'm a little bit up here, so <laughs> it would be stuff like that. You'd be like sitting there and you'd be like, go to stand up and walk and your shoelaces are tied together. And you'd be like, damn it. Come on, ghost Katie, knock it off. I hope I go first. Wow. I, I would think it, I would think it's funny. Yeah, I'm sure you would. <laughs> well. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> All right. Things start happening when I get older. I know when you're gone, I know what's going on. What? <laughs> Sorry. Did you think I was going to say something like nice? Like. Uh, I wasn't expecting all that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Did I have that answer too quickly? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put a little too much thought on this. All right. Would you rather be able to erase people's memory or predict their future? Um, I would predict the future. Yeah? Yes. I don't think there's any use in erasing memories because yeah. life is what it is. But your future, it can be anything. So okay. I would love to help people predict only good futures. Okay. All right, last one. If there is a sandwich named after you, what would be on it? Ooh, this is fun. Mm -hmm. A sandwich, not like a hamburger. It's a sandwich. Okay, we'll go with sandwich. It would probably Something be... Something bitter? No, I'm not bitter. <laughs> it would be delicious. Like if I go to any of like the local sandwich shops, like I like something with like bread that is like pretty hearty, but not too hard. So it would have like delicious bread. It would definitely have like mayonnaise, lettuce, onions, probably turkey, a little bit of bacon, not too much, probably like avocados, tons of vegetables. I like vegetables in my sandwich. Like, so if you put avocados, maybe some cucumbers, some lettuce, even shredded up cabbage. Now it's oh, turning that's, into that's a, a, that's a, a salad. Huge, yeah, well, there is a place by us here that has really good sandwiches, um, like a little local shop, and they tend to put all that kind of stuff in there too. So sure. it would be a big hearty sandwich with meat, veggies, it would have some good oil on there and definitely on delicious like homemade bread. Nice. Okay. Okay. And so that's, you got a lot of thought on that one too. So, um, <laughs> I like sandwiches. Uh, 
if anyone who's watching, they can maybe see I have a couple of chins, and it's because I like sandwiches. I'm not ashamed of that. <laughs> All right, guys. Don't forget to grab your uh, free download from MillionaireLandscaper.com forward slash 2022. Get started planning your 2022. It's at com forward slash 2022 guide. Yep. Don't let any of that imposter syndrome hold you back. It is nonsense. Let us know if there's anything we can do to help you set those big goals for 2022 and move forward regardless of what your little brain might be telling you. Yep. (laughs) All right, guys. Hope you have a great one. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, everyone. Just want to thank you again for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, we do ask you for one quick favor. Could you please head over to iTunes and leave us a review? A five-star review is even better, but it helps us get our rankings up and help us spread our message. 